She is so phenomenal in this show. Every scene she's in, she steals. But the the line, I don't know what you're talking about. I care for all my children equally. And then the cut to, <laughs> I don't care for Job. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, they're at the, Restaurant. she's like, I'll take the Ike and Tina tuna. Is that a plate or platter? I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it. Nerd on. What is everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast. You didn't need, but you do deserve, and where all levels of nerd are family. In our lot in life, we can choose many <laughs> things like jean shorts, finding religion, and adopting children from another country, but some things right we there. can't choose, like family. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode dives into the first season with the Bluths, a wealthy family who lost everything, and the one son who had no choice but to keep them all together. It's Arrested Development. Yeah, <laughs> we're here. Shout out to Ron Howard. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. No, I was we're, like, oh, you, did a, you did a good copy, Tom. Good. Where you go, Tom? I like Corey. I think you guys would appreciate that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, just do what Ron Howard does. Just say a fuck. <laughs> just say a line. Uh, before we get too far into it, I'm Corey. I'm Tom, and I am Cherith Cute Story. Mm-hmm. No, I'm Josh. <laughs> and this episode is brought to you apart by the members of the Nerd On Nation. That is powered by Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks. Like, you get bonus episodes, like the extra in the minute. You get early access to these episodes. You get access to secret channels on our super public Discord server. You get access on... That's, uh, that's You get a lot. I said you get a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot. And actually, you get early access to new merch or discounts on merch. And in mentioning merch, I have to bring this up. We're changing our store very soon, a lot of stuff is going away. A lot of legacy merch yep. is going away uh, by the end of this year. So check it out while you can. Um, but yeah, check out the Patreon. It does allow us to keep growing, upgrading our content, being the best that we can be. And it's a dope community to be a part of. So check it out, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And check out that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And Super shout out to Apogee, Odyssey, and Embody Audio. Embody Audio, 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 Audio. Hell yeah. And if you like what you hear today, stop by, rate, review, and share us with your friends and family. Yeah. What else, Tom? That was uh, that was clean. Speaking of clean. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, it was uh, that was magic, but the things that we do with our, our illusions, Michael, and not <laughs> magic. Like the holiday season that I'm giving thanks to our friends at Manscaped for. Do I tell my extended family that I have the performance package 4.0 from the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming? Not to mention, it includes our lawnmower, their lawnmower, not ours. I have one. I wish it was ours. I mean, it's a great product. We, we have one. We have them. We yeah. have them here because we have to be able to use them and say that it's so great to use. The lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to tame my bush and score brownie points with the in-laws that I don't have. So I'll just make brownie points with yours. Um, Hell yeah. Gift yourself Manscaped or the man in your life who needs it? Join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off free shipping with the code NERDON by going to manscaped.com. Show them what we got. We, we got... Behind you. It's, it's right there. This one? Yeah. Or this No, 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 no. <laughs> it, I had the boxers. Just that one. I had Actually, the bo- Bonnie put the boxers on and she was like, very comfortable. These are really oh, comfortable. Oh, you were showing the boxers off. I have the oh, boxers. Okay. <laughs> 
Wow. You wanted it, he was going to show the I was like, tape. I was like, you don't need to show it. No, I'll wow. show it, not tell. Yeah, I mean, hey. Or don't. I'm a, I'm a, gr- I'm a, I'm a grower. Though. This is the most clunkiest segue <laughs> we've had. We've made a huge in mistake. A you know, uh, honestly, uh, uh, to talk more about the Manscaped, uh, Weed Whacker, really, really good tool. We talk about it a lot on our, our shows. Yeah. Um, but just, which is with the lawnmower. Gotta love the light. Gotta love the fact that I can take it with me in the shower. Gotta love that it feels very, like, mm-hmm. easy. I'm not gonna get snagged on anything and cut myself. So, uh, yeah. check it out. And, you know, a lot I will of- say, read the instructions. Because yeah. when you're, like, doing some mustache stuff, they say don't use it next to your lips. Oh. They mean it. <laughs> oh, did you have a… I had a little bit of a… Oh! Oh, okay. that hurts! <laughs> Yep. All yeah. right. Well, on, on the other parts of your body that can, you know, take a <laughs> yeah. But the lip is a like it's a it's, it's a not, sensitive spot. Not your nutsack. It's not. No. It's definitely it's not. a lot more sensitive. <laughs> it's like those. There's always important warnings like that. We have a chainsaw at my dad's house that says "Does not use with genitals." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless you're the Texas. Chainsaw so master. you know. But you don't have to worry about that because the lawnmower use four point <laughs> is really good on your your body. Yeah. That's what there it is. You use it for, and that's what I use it for. And you could be using it too. <laughs> 20% what? off. <laughs> Neuron. That man's going to Well, <laughs> that is the housekeeping. Let us get on with this mistake of an episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I do want to say that, A, we're continuing the ensemble theme. Mm-hmm. The ensemble. This is like the finale, right? Yeah. 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 And also, <laughs> this episode is another episode that has been years in the making. Was on the docket almost when we started. And it just… We, we had This shirt is four years old and I bought it for that episode. Yeah, we That's a lie. I didn't. That's a lie. <laughs> we That's a lie. We hadn't grown enough to a place as a podcast to be like, hey, why not not do the whole entirety of a show? Yeah. Let's just do a season. We were very all or nothing in our yeah. younger years. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, uh, balls to the walls, now clean shaven and all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here we are, season one of Arrested Development. We are not going to be rating this, uh, seeing as we're going season by season. Yes. Uh, but stick with us, because we will eventually cover every single season of the show, and then you'll get our rating at the end there. Um, but Tom, where does that leave us off then? There's no guess that grump. Uh, well, that would lead us into our first uh, part of the show, where we're going to go do our first impressions and our initial reactions. Yes. Um, we would normally be a spur of the guest of grump, but it, we don't have that. So it's uh, not a. It's not a. Well, the not season a one. Yeah. I was. I was like. Queuing you up, and I thought you'd do the spoiler thing. No, that's yeah. cool. Well, I, my vocal cords can only take it one episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, how about I go first for yeah, uh, yeah, do reactions? it. Because I want to set the the stage because I feel like I am. Uh, uh, core, core, Josh always says tourist. I always just say more of like a neophyte. Uh, I have no like nostalgia relationship with the rest of development at all. Uh, when I watched it, it was that uh, concerted effort to like. I'm going to go out of my way to go watch the show that people keep telling me to watch. Right. It wasn't one of those like, hey, did you see that new episode? It was never one of those. It was never one of those, oh yeah, you know, I've always been wanting to watch that on Netflix. It was like, all right, let me go watch this now. I guess I have to now. (laughs) Let me go watch this now. And uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I think um, it is one of those gems lost in time that uh, doesn't get as much praise as it should, even though like it won so many Emmys, but just never kind of like… During its time. During its time. I mean… I don't think shows win Emmys out of their time. No, no, I just mean <laughs> I, I mean that it was lost. It's very celebrated now. Now, yeah, but, but even during the, its initial run, it's it's an interesting show for sure. It, it is very much kind of like some of the ensemble uh, films that we talked about in that episode, uh, where you know sometimes something else kind of sweeps uh, like the cultural uh, attention, 
You know, like you always hear about. I mean, Twenty Four was one of the most popular shows at that time mm-hmm. too, and that. Well, I mean, it's like Seinfeld, right? Winning all the awards, but everyone talked about Friends. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, you know, the reign of Game of Thrones, the reign of Breaking Bad, X, Y, and Z. People kind of remember those things. Yeah. Uh, but Arrested Development, like, there's not many people that I know that haven't watched the show. Uh, so I always felt like I was the odd one out in that mm. sense. Uh, but no, uh, I think it does a very, 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 very good job with the pilot episode of kind of like. Here is the kind of status quo. Here are the characters. Here's the neuroses around all of them and between them. And then here is the runner for the rest of the season. Um, and then every episode, you can't. You, the thing is, once you watch the pilot, you could watch almost every episode and kind of not need the the context clues of what happened before and after, but just knowing that run on joke or not run on jokes but uh jokes that are going to come back callbacks callbacks uh are going to come back and they're going to be set up for later it's a very very intelligent show in that way it almost kind of like is so well thought out in how long these jokes are going to take uh and then you know certain character names being used multiple times in different ways and misunderstandings um hermano <laughs> uh lucille <laughs> yeah. uh, which comes back yeah. big in later big. seasons too it comes back to, to bite us in the places uh so yeah it um yeah it, it, it's it's a very very interesting show that i think it's something that it's funny enough that you have to watch multiple times in order to actually really appreciate it yeah uh so i agree yeah. with that yeah. that's my uh, initial reaction i'll go next okay um i came to this later uh it was probably actually around yeah, no, the fourth season one wasn't out yet. I came at it randomly because I remember stocking the DVDs when it was on DVD. Oh, box I thought you sets. were like, I'm going to get you DVD. No. <laughs> like stocking. I, I remember uh, <laughs> when I worked at Hollywood Video and they had the TV section, there yeah. were the box sets. And I remember being like, oh, Arrested Development. People were renting it all the time. And I, I just never picked it up. And then somewhere around like 2011 or something, a friend was like, have you watched Arrested Development? I was like, no, I haven't. And we sat down and we started watching it. And it was one of those shows that is just like just one more episode It'll be fine. You, want to do one, do you want to do more yeah, one, do more, more? one more and then it's 3am and you're like cool I've watched the whole season yeah uh, it do you is, want to do another season yeah, <laughs> let's do, you want to do another uh, it's one of those things that when you first watch it thank god there's multiple seasons because you can just keep going and then it's done and then you're sad uh, but <laughs> it was it was one of those things that I just my roommate in the time we just kept watching and Every episode, like when I was putting together my favorite parts for this episode, I probably could have gone on for pages. Oh my God, dude, had, it was so hard. I had to get to a point where I had to start bolding the actual like, oh, there's this, there's this. Then, no, these are the ones that I'm going to share on the episode. Like yeah. I have the list in case somebody repeats them. But like, it is something that… You should now start I've, the favorite parts then. Yeah, I've Please. watched… I've watched this. This is probably my third or fourth time through. And it was just as much of a joy of like, and Bonnie was like, yeah, I'll join you. Because I watched it with my roommate at the time. Then Bonnie and I watched it. And then watching it a couple of times for this episode, I was just like, this show is so funny. It is probably in my top of funniest things I've ever seen. It has sight gags. It has run-on jokes. It has play on words. It has puns. It has so much. And the, the ensemble cast is just... There's awkwardness. It's the just... misunderstandings in this show. Mm. Ugh. I just... Sorry, go and ahead. I will, I will talk about that later yeah. when we do favorite characters. But like, because I identify with one of the characters and I'm just like, yeah, man. I get it. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it was one of those shows I didn't catch when during its original run. 
Uh, but about 2006, but so my junior year of high school, my sister and I, I don't know how we discovered it, but we discovered it. And it has been a staple in our relationship. Um, so anytime she calls me and I answer the phone or I call her, she always answers with, hey, brother. Hey, brother. Uh, and I say, hey, sister. Uh, and it's 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 one of those things, too, that like, you said warrants I won't, I won't repeat everything we've already said here but warrants multiple watches because you just repeat what I said <laughs> I, I said everything <laughs> I've made a huge mistake um, but it's one of those things because each time I watch through this show I fall in love with a different character for a different reason um, obviously there's staple parts that have stuck with me for, for years and years and years it's 15 years now at this point um, but it, it's it's up there with scrubs for me where I'm like this is a mecca of show writing that I haven't seen before or since especially yeah. the, especially the first three seasons and their original run um, and it, it's it's so intelligent and, and I do agree that you could watch things out, out of order if you want to still understand what's happening but there's just so much reward for the people who who pay close attention like a joke that you get the punchline 10 episodes later yeah where you're like yeah got it um and uh, yeah, I, I absolutely adore this show. Um, it's one of those ones I will put on all the like. Most people say they watch, you know, the joke is, oh, let's watch The Office for the twelfth time. Mine is is Arrested Development or or Scrubs. Yeah. Um, so this is a very comforting show to me. I also watched it a ton in New York when I was super depressed. <laughs> and I was like, this makes me smile. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'm I'm excited to dig into this big this, time. This is one of those things that I have to. This and Big Lebowski are things that roll quotes in my head. Somebody will say something and I'll be like, in my head, I have like an arrest development quote yeah. where I'm like, don't be that guy. This is probably, this show is also the best use of a narrator I've seen in, in a visual medium. Yeah. Yeah, I have thoughts about that. I'm sure you do, Tom. No, I mean, the, the, sure they're, they're like do. discussional parts that I want to talk about. And I feel like, I don't know if that's going to be the favorite you part. You want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about it. The way that you said that was Do you know the story about the narration? About the, like, they did two. They did one without narration and one with. Uh, And Ron just did it for the testing and then they were going to hire someone else if they they liked it. Uh, And so Mitch showed it to a bunch of suits and he called Ron and he's like, well, I've got uh, good news and depending on how you take it, bad or good news. And he was like, well, what is it? And he goes, well, they loved the narration. Uh, He goes, what's the bad or good news? He goes, they loved you in the narration. So you're going to have to do it uh, moving forward. <laughs> and he's not forward. credited or he just keeps he, doing it. Well, he was an executive producer he's, he's an executive on it. Producer, yeah. But there are many, he was uh, talking about this in an interview. He's like, there were times where I would have to do, you know, I would be filming a, a film on like a small island somewhere during a hurricane and my assistant would set up this box and I would record that VO. They're like, oh, they need this by, you know, tomorrow. So I would sit in this box during a hurricane on an island and just record voiceover for Arrested Development and then go back to shooting my film. So, love him. That's yeah. wild. So, we'll, we'll move on to the next two parts of the show which are going to be a brief synopsis and our production. Yes. The brief synopsis will be done by me and this is provided by this Google search. Just, Michael Bluth finds himself forced to stay in Orange County and run the family real estate business after his father, George Bluth Sr., is sent to prison for committing white-collar crime. He tries to juggle the wants and needs of his spoiled and eccentric family while being a good role model for his teenage son, George Michael. How do you even read it, Octo? 
Because so everyone it's listening, so dark. Everyone listening, the side things that you should be paying attention to if you watch on YouTube, which you should be. Uh, Corey's wearing a, a, a banana stand blue shirt, and then Josh has an iPad, which is very very dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, the reason why I do it very very dark is because and I the favorite also, parts the numbers. Favorite parts the numbers. So like I, I'm yeah. like, that's good. Stay oh, off. Oh, oh, smart. I see, I see, no, I get but it. also I'm so you. I'm actually used to reading it like this because I read at night, and right. so I. I keep it way down and I'm just impressed. Becoming more feline. Because you're like reading off here. I was like, his fucking iPad's off. What is he reading? <laughs> <laughs> or mine's bright as hell. I'm yeah. like, and I, like, I, I, always, I always jack mine to the here. brightest. I'm like, mm, I need like, brightness. Like at night, I do the same thing, but I also have far less lighting no. than we do right now. It, and when I go to bed, it's bright as can be. I'm like, I want. Oh, you're I, one of those. I want. Like if I looked in, it'd be like spotlight yeah. in your face. I want like, the moon to be able to see. I, I see Tom. I see Tom. You're that, you're that picture that I always like POV from my phone at night. It's just. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, more, more, it's more like over my face. So when I drop it, it hits harder. Oh. So. Um, I wonder why you had a nosebleed. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, I was looking at anime. Uh, so now we'll move on to uh, the production. And the production, uh, the studio is 20th Century, mm-hmm. which I want to talk about that later, um, who has uh, distributed such things like uh, Family Guy, Alec McBeal, and The Simpsons. Um, the showrunner. Uh, showrunners. There are a lot of producers on this, which in TV, those typically tend to be the showrunners. Um, but the main creator, uh, Mitchell Hurtwitz, who's worked on such things as The Golden Girls, Lady Dynamite, and Running Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Grazer, who's worked on such things as Cowboy and Aliens, The Dilemma, Apollo 13. Ron Howard, uh, who's worked on such things as A Beautiful Mind, Cinderella Man, and Rush. Uh, David Nevins, uh, who's given us such things as Shark, Beyond, Maggie Hill. Jim Vallely, uh, who's wor- given us such things as Brotherly Love, My Wife and Kids, Two and a Half Men. Troy Miller, uh, who's worked on such things as Flight of the Concords, uh, Lopez, uh, and the Super Mario a Super Show. Uh, the writers, um, there's, a, there's nine writers on there, so uh, unless I forgot any. Some of them write together, but some of them have their own episodes by themselves. Uh, so Mitchell Horowitz, or Hurwitz, um, Richard Rosenstock, Abraham Higginbotham, uh, Barbie Feldman Adler, Brad Copeland, Jim Vallely, Chuck Martin, John Levenstein, and Courtney Lilly. And the cast, the stat cast that it is that became stupid famous afterwards. Yeah, not before. I mean, Jason they, they were no, had They were some, notable. But this really launched them into superstardom. So Jason Bateman, who's been in such things as Juno, Horrible Bosses, and The Silver Gift. Spoons? Oh. No. Uh, Butter. I could name all of them. I, I watched his little uh, <laughs> career of. Um, Portia de Rossi, uh, who's in such things as Curse, Stigmata, and Scream 2. Will Arnett from such things <laughs> as the Lego Batman movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Lego and the Lego movie. Michael Sarah from Superbad, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, Alia Shokat from Whip It, Duck, Butter, and the Do List, the To Do List, Tony Hale from Veep, American Ultra, and Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. David Cross from Megamind, Kung Fu Panda, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, uh, Jeffrey Tambor from uh, The Death of Stalin, Transparent, and How Did the Grinch Stole Christmas, Jessica Walter, RIP baby, uh, mm-hmm. from Archer. Uh, Play Misty for Me and Grand Prix and Ron Howard from Frasier, Osmosis Jones and from Up on Poppy Hill. Those are his acting credits. Yeah. No, uh, it was well done. Uh, Didn't the re- go with the obvious Andy Griffith show or no. Happy nope, Days. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, release date. Uh, so there's a couple of release dates. We'll just do the original series for this one. November 2nd, t- uh, 2003 to February 10th, 2006. Um, the episodes, not including season four recut, is 84. Um, there are five seasons total. Mm-hmm. Um, each of the one through three seasons is 22 minutes long. The budget per episode was roughly $1 million per uh, episode from season one to three. Um, and then season four, three Except million per pilot. episodes. 
Um, but 74% critic score for Rotten Tomatoes and 81% audience. And that's one that they actually don't include the number of critics or the number of Oh, interesting. So. Uh, I do know that for the, I think for the pilot episode, if I remember correctly, it was such a tight budget and they were trying to save so much money that they literally rented a hotel room. Oh, to be to Lucille. Shoot, to, that's why their their house changes from mm-hmm. the. I think it's the pilot to the re- rest of the season. Well, they they're upstairs. They have like a little a little attic that they sleep in, and then after that, you never see them sleep in there ever again. Oh no no, I meant the uh, the Jessica Walters. Oh yeah, they're they're uh, suite. Oh, okay. uh, they like literally rented a, a hotel room to like shoot or big nice suite, uh, mm-hmm. and then they went. Well, why don't we just use that as our basis for our set from then on? And that's why they shot everything digital to keep it cheap, and they could do whatever they want. But uh, man. I am so excited to talk about the show. I do want to say this real quick right off the bat, Tom. I should ask. I'm assuming we're doing favorite characters. Mm-hmm. How many? Four. Four. Holy it's a big. Sh- it's a big cast. Oh shoot! Making it rain with characters. I don't. Tom. I don't want people to be like, oh. I'm I was gonna say three so would have been generous, but um, that's right. an uncanny impression of me. It's not always oh. about you, Josh. It's about Corey too. Yeah, it was about um, me. That was me well, for sure. When he's making fun. Well, he oh, started no. with, oh, so it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll yeah. move on to our favorite parts, favorite characters, our qualms, and finally our no ratings. No ratings. And then finally Yet. our recommendations. Yes. Um, so uh, favorite parts, Josh is supposed to yeah. start oh, us off. Oh, I'm going to start. Us off, baby. Uh, I love Buster's rant about his mom. And they're beeping it out. Oh, when so when they he first starts joking, yeah, she's so overbearing. And they're like yeah, looking yeah. at each other like, Oh, is he about to? And then he just keeps going. Look who's giving a ribbon to mom. (laughs) I do what I want to do. And I shoot down all my kids' ideas. Uh, And And Michael is just like, well, can't top that. I don't think anyone's going to top that. Yeah. That is such a wonderful moment because it, I remember, it was one of mine because you see them start to get along, which you don't get very often. Yeah. You don't get all the kids getting well, along. I mean, what? at that point in the episode, or in, in the show, you know, like there there are a lot of uh, things. Again, the pilot does a lot of strings of like Job to to Michael and then to, uh, to uh, what's Tony Hill's characters? Buster? Buster. Buster. Buster and as well. Uh, so, and, and so th- it's all these people that don't like each other. And then at some point you're like, you're going to get tired of them not liking each other. Yeah. Unless you have a new thing for them to not like each other. And you have little of these moments sprinkled in where yeah. they do get along. But this is like the first one where you're like, oh, they're hanging out. Like, this is what they must have been like when they were yeah. siblings. And then… Well, like on top of that, like the… Uh, it's pretty… It's not soon after… It's pretty close, but when they're in the copy machine room and Michael's going on about all she wants to do is just put us against each other. And Buster yeah. goes, yeah, isn't she great? We should call her. Yeah, <laughs> we should call her. When he's working for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Corey? Um, I mean, one of my <laughs> favorite… Uh, this is this is the… I said the hard thing with you where I was like, I want to just talk about every moment There's, of every show. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the the… Let's start with the smaller one. Is in the pilot episode. There's a moment between um, Portia and uh, Jason Bateman, and they're sitting on the steps, mm-hmm. and she starts to cry. Oh yeah. And he's like, "What are you? What are you? What is? You, what is your face doing right now?" And she's like, oh, "I was trying to cry. I used to be able to do this." <laughs> and then she starts to do it again, and he's like, "No, you're gonna pull something." And she's like, oh, "I used to be so good at this." And that moment to me is such like a yeah. And it's again, it's one of those things where they're starting to get along for that moment, and then she just makes this like. <laughs> Terrible face. And he's like, what are you doing right now? Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, uh, I, I think with that, like, again, I I, I talk, you know, pr- high praise again for pilots. And I always think, and it's, it's interesting, again, to I think maybe it's because I've tried to write so many pilots or I see a lot of shows and I see what their pilots do. And typically, again, it's like how many, a lot of people think that the pilots have to be clear and cut and have this just like one giant dramatic question. 
which is is Michael going to get the get his dad out of prison, right? But is Michael going to uh, bend his relationship with Lindsay? Mm-hmm. Is uh, George Michael going to find a way to start dating his cousin? Is Buster like and his mom are going? To, are they going to actually fight? Or is he going to grow? Or is the mom going to sabotage everything? Like, uh, what is Job going to do with you know a boat or with everything? So it's like there's so many things that each character that every kind of audience member can kind of dig into. And the thing about the show is that like you're going to have these like piecemeal moments of development, right? Um, and then again, you don't get all of it until you get to the very end of the season. Um, but even, th- and then, and you have to, and that's like the good thing about a show. It's like, you get these little minor steps, like, will Michael feel confident to start dating someone again? Yeah. Um, and then he, does he have the confidence to tell his son about that? Like, you know, it's like all those things like, will we're brothers <laughs> and we kind of like each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I stole one. I was going to say, we're co-hosts and, <laughs> and we kind of like, like each other. other. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, all, all the little gifts, I think an overarching way, like the season one and the pilot is, is just a very good. And the way it just ends with them, they're like, okay, we're all teaming together. We're Living all going to get, da- we're all going to get dad out of prison. And then he just escaped. Well, oh I mean, yeah. He, well, yeah. then the, the final shot, too, of season one. I think well, it's the final it's car, shot of right? season one. Uh, or maybe it's not the final shot of this season. Uh, but the, the where, where they learn that they're all going to be living together. And he's like, actually, we're not leaving. leaving. And in fact, everyone's going to live with each other. Except your uncle here. But Tobias and Lindsay. And, you know, you're going to have to make a room. Because you're going to be bunking with your cousin. And it just zooms in. And all the audio cuts out. And it's that. What you trying to say to me. <laughs> um, one of the best audio cues I've seen in a TV show. I mean, I think. Wow. Really quick, like a conversation about the show too is like, once you, I think of it the same way about Always Sunny. Once you realize that you're not really supposed to like the them as people. Yeah. Like that's, they are terrible people. Even Michael has terrible oh, yeah. moments that you're just like, no, that's the satire of it. That's the, it's that's the funny It's called Arrested of, Development, which yeah, is a brilliant title or obviously Arrested Development, but also the, the I mean, wasn't one of the pitches or the, the, the elevator pitch, it's like, it's the Kardashians, but shot like cops. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's like something like that where it's like it's like a serious drama shot like cops, like shot shot like a reality show. Yeah, and uh, you know you have the the zoom ins, you have the shaky cam, you have these again the, those moments that it's just like oh I'm not supposed to take this seriously, and and that's kind of the fun thing. But then they'll hit you with one of those like oh wow this is like a really good father and son moment, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like George Michael. Put on that buff suit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those things like, okay. Get pop up your hair. I need your hair. Uh, another favorite part? Um, the I fire sale. Oh, my audition. God. Oh, Do you want to oh do that simpler? No. No, no. but then the, the extended scene after that when they're talking, when, um, when Portia and the director or the caster is like, they know each other oh, from yeah. high school and yeah. they're like, man, our hair in high school. But if you... If you're paying attention to them, they have terrible hair, right? Even <laughs> yeah. Bonnie and I, before they they said that, we were like, "Their hair, yeah, what is happening?" And then it's that part line. of the joke. Yep. They they go to a um, oh my god, it's a fire <laughs> <laughs> sale. Yeah, <laughs> it just it save just, the children. <laughs> he is just amazing, David Cross. There's yeah. a wonderful podcast called Smartless, uh, which is hosted by Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. Uh, and they had David Cross on to come talk about Arrested Development season one. And I, if you're an Arrested fan, highly recommend that podcast, but especially that episode because they talk about how David Cross, uh, he wanted the mustache. Mm-hmm. And the studio head at the time 
didn't. It was like one of her three rules was like no men with funny mustaches, no hats, and something else. Uh, and he fought really, really hard for Tobias to have that mustache. And thank God he did. Because it's such a wonderful… If it was just David Cross without yeah. it… If, if it's, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like David Cross… Um, I like to think that sarcasm is a second language for me. Like, just that's what I I learned was sarcasm. And, like, the sarcasm in the show, but watching interviews with David Cross, especially and about his this, and his, his sarcasm oh, is yeah. just on point. Well, they all just, talk about Will Arnett and, and Jason Bateman said that he was their favorite. Uh, obviously, Jason and Will became very, very close. They're, like, best friends. But he was their favorite one to watch and work with because he was such, like, the choices he would make, like, the way he would roll off a bed David Cross in character, they were like, how the f- did you just think of to add this thing where he would trip over something or whatever it was? Uh, just brilliant little moments like that. Um, if if we're sharing like tidbit knowledge things. Please, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, the wild thing is also just to think of like how, um, like it, the reason it got canceled, like even though it was winning awards and, you know, jumpstarted a lot of people's careers and stuff like that. And like, it, it's such a weird- I mean, there's a whole- th- featurette on season three. Yeah, like, there's such but. a weird story just to how Arrested Development, like, is and became and all that stuff. And we'll get to it once we get to the next seasons. Um, but it's just interesting that, like, so the the creator, Mitchell Horowitz? Mitch, yeah, Mitch Horowitz. Uh, Mitch Horowitz. Um, he had, like, told Jason, like, when Jason came in to, to audition, like, his agent, like, didn't want him to do it because he's like, oh, it's going to be, like, this weird reality, faux pas, docudrama, yeah. docu-mockumentary. And but then, he had seen him in an audition years earlier. Yeah, and uh, he's like, I just want to read it. I just want to read it. I just want to read it. And then he, and then Jason Baby read the script, and he really liked it, so he auditioned. And then Mitch Hurwitz was actually showrunning two shows at the time, and so he was going to, he was creating Rest of Development in another show. And Jason Bateman had role, had auditions for both. Yeah. And then he had told uh, him not to go to the next one because he wanted the Fox studio people to see Jason Bateman for this project in particular yeah. and not for the other one. And it was one of those weird gambles of like, he if I don't him. get it, then are you saying that I got it? Yeah. You know, it's like, are you saying I, that I got this? And it, it's, it's kind of those weird things of like, this show, and you know, we mentioned the ticket price for each episode, but like, thinking about it, you know, it's, sh- it's shot to look like it's cheap. But like, just people, you know, who are listening who don't kind of understand, like, how does a million dollars evaporate like that in an episode? Locations. They're shooting like, in fucking, uh, not, Nor- okay, I almost said Northridge. Marina uh, Del Rey. Marina Del Rey, thank you. Which is, what, where, why can't I think of it? Oh, DOC, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's, Orange it, County. It, it's south of LA, so it's a more expensive part of LA. But that being said, Olay. LA. Um, that being said, like most soundstage multi-camera shows that you watch, like a Will and Grace or like a Drake and Josh or whatever, those are all million-dollar episodes, and they own those locations. Yeah. Um, and the cameras don't move; they they swivel on an axle, but they don't physically have to move. Where here, we have to go to the office, we have to go to the the hotel for Lucille. The we here, moving the banana stand we, for every episode. Stand. We have to go to the beach sometimes. We have to go driving sometimes. We have to go to the model house. We have to go to prison. There's so many locations and those locations that like do that. So that's why it's like, it's a very interesting, like watching the show is kind of just like this weird, interesting, like you can see the filmmaking happening. You're like, wow. Like, yeah, it was going to be one of my qualms, but it's, it's not a lot of money if, if you really think about it. Oh yeah. No, a million, like uh, every episode of the Mandalorian is $10 million mm-hmm. and they shoot on a soundstage and you're like, Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. well, it, to me, it's like, oh, but I it's like, Mitch Hurwitz did this in a cave <laughs> with scraps. You know, like we're gee. not Mitch Hurwitz. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, that's exactly. what It's like wow. Like, um, but anyways, um, yeah, it's just very interesting to see and like the decisions they make. Again, shooting digital, having the handheld camera. There's a lot mm-hmm. in the filmmaking side of it that you're just like you have to love getting the and, cross coverage. But also just like the, the tough thing, heights are, are a thing. 
and you have a lot of wide shots, and then also you like in the the fire sale, you have a lot of close up shots. You see the casting director, yeah. like you don't see the office. You see his face, and then you reverse shot to Tobias. Could be another place. Yeah. Could be a complete different uh, like place, and you don't know if Dave Cross actually has anyone to uh, interact act with or of. act off of. And you're like, it could just be. They could have just done this all as a reshoot. Who mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah. But they shot it so tight, so like, you know, twenty two minutes, million dollars. You know, like yeah. how to do that? It's um, wild. Favorite part of mine uh, is a kind of a two parter, but it's the uh, bees, obviously, which bees? is very memeable. Oh. Uh, and then he just kind of rides, you know, Job's not on board and then he rides it to the, we'll see who brings home more honey, that kind of thing. But then there's the, the his, their dad has a heart attack, right? And he's in the hospital and Lindsay's upset and Job goes, I'll take this. Old Papa Bear. <laughs> Never got to see my honey business take off. And then Michael goes, that's okay. You know, dad's going to be around another 30 years. Your business might not. He goes, you're a good brother, Michael. <laughs> No heart attack or stopped old Papa Bear. And then Buster, this is like that, the heightening that you were talking about. Then Buster goes, I didn't even know we were calling him Papa Bear or Big Bear. And he goes, we never had a chance to. And they all start crying again. And it's one of these moments where you realize they're all the same kind of stupid. And it's kind of touching in a way because it yeah. is a, it's like a strangely touching moment. But at yeah. the same time, you're like, they're all idiots. Well, yeah. that, that's the fun thing too. And then you get the doctor who comes in. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the fun thing too with the show that each character, you're kind of just like, waiting to see what happens between them in a scene. Big bear, like, that's what it is. Like, just like, oh, when finding it, like, when when My- Michael finds out from his mom that, like, oh, Lindsay's plotting against you. Then mm-hmm. he goes to, like, interact with Lindsay. He's like, are they going to fight? Are they going to argue? Lindsay's having marital issues with her husband. What's go- which, which parts of these are going to explode in this scene? <laughs> and then they end up just drinking and being on the floor and talking and, like, having an emotional moment. You're like, yeah. oh. Like, you didn't Aww. know those were going to happen. So it's like those… Also, ten- the, the bits that they took from Frozen. So the Frozen was a writer's. Or creators were a fan of Arrested Development. So they put little nods to the show in there. So in Frozen, there's this the line in the song, we finish each other's sandwiches. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say, which is from Arrested Development. But if you, the, I forget what the old guy's name is in Frozen. He does the chicken dance that uh, uh, I think it's Lindsay does. The, her cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Well, I mean, also… Which is wonderful. This is a later season, but Blue Man Funke oh, is yeah. actually in one of the Marvel movies. Oh yeah, uh, in the background, he's in uh, the characters. Yeah. yeah, the characters. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's these weird like. I'm, okay, I mean, I'm gonna spatter off a lot of sure, sh- please. Jeans in the shower. Um. Oh, never nude. Yeah. Um. Uh. The the de- the one armed man giving all the life oh. lessons. Uh. And the, that's why you always, always leave it out. That's I love in the, my head. That's always... why you don't teach your children, <laughs> children lessons. <laughs> um. Jane Lynch coming in there and uh like. Adopting Him the religion, and his tweaking. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Henry Winkler uh, being doing anything, doing anything, it being the worst lawyer, but he also the, running away. Um, the Fonzie nod. Love it. Ju- Julie Louis Dreyfus uh, is is amazing. And when she like you find out like and then the end the end credit of and then Tobias found out she wasn't blind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh my. She's got the baseball God. bat. <laughs> oh my um, goodness. Excuse this gets me. me. This gets me every single time. It's so dumb, but it's so funny. It is the throwing the letter in the ocean. Yes. It just hundred percent. Every time it gets me rolling. Like I think there's a story behind it. I can't remember it, but that was that was not planned. Yeah, but it's just it's uh Steve Holt. Steve Holt. And then Beatrice. Yeah. <laughs> this uh makes me laugh so much. Oh. Oh, is this is that that's the same episode where Michael pulls out the the letter one is when he pulls out the bag that says dead dove and he looks inside and he's like I don't know what I expected. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> yeah, that's very Jason Bateman humor. Is that super understated? 
Uh, I, I see. I made. I was a bad host. I made the mistake of watching season one and then Kept watching going. season two and season <laughs> yeah, three. Yeah, so yeah. is the cornballer season one? Yeah. <sighs> yes. 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 God, when anyone gets me touches every the cornballer, <laughs> I did it again. The, it gets me. The, the every bleeping time. and the cussing is really yeah. well used in the show. Uh, if I can ramble off another one here is the um, I, I we said in the beginning of the show R.I.P. Jessica Walter. Mm-hmm. She is so phenomenal in this show. Every scene she's in, she steals. But the the line. I don't know what you're talking about. I care for all my children equally. And then the cut to, <laughs> I don't care for Job. Yeah. Uh, and then the, uh, they're at the, Restaurant. she's like, I'll take the Ike and Tina tuna. Is that a plate or platter? I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a meme right now. Oh yeah, of course. Um, the fucking prison scene when Tobias is hugging uh, George Sr. And he's singing, some. Over the yeah, rainbow. Yeah, yeah, there's another rainbow. I just was <laughs> another rainbow. <laughs> he just oh, Tobias. Tobias um, is is wonderful. The uh, the uh, there are dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> the uh, when he accidentally, uh, I mean, this is a bit of his physical comedy that that you know uh, Will and and Jason Bateman talked about. But when he goes and buys the leather getup. And then he gets on the couch with George and maybe, and he's got the chain, mm-hmm. and, he, and he accidentally sits on the chain and chokes himself. <laughs> I Fucking mean, that's, gold. That's the thing. I mean, gold. for me, physical comedy is still something like because physical comedy is kind of comedy is kind of an old school type of comedy. About Villian. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like. So you know what I'm talking about I, when I say when he rolls off the bed. Yeah, it's like there's there's more to it than that, and it's it's like I took physical comedy classes and like in musical theater, there's a lot of that kind of thing, and so it's. Appreciating modern physical comedy sure. is just like go you guys because I also the thing about this is a this show is totally a lesson in comedy too because they um they talked about it in a behind the scenes where they were like people were trying to be funny and they were trying to be dramatic and right. and and whatnot they were like no just play it serious and that's the comedy of it it's this is the reason Jeff Daniels got the part in Dumb and Dumber did you know that. Because yeah. Jim Carrey saw his audition. He was like, he wasn't playing it. He was treating him like a real person and trusted that what he was saying was funny, yeah. not how he was saying well, it. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing where like, if you draw a good basis for the character when you, when you, in the writing, then you give the actors enough leeway where they can grow the character. And that's mm-hmm. the point where it's like, you know, the writing credit doesn't go to the actors. It goes to the writers. But yeah. then if you don't write a good enough character, then the actors can't shine and improvise in that character. Well, well he, there's barely any improvising in this show, mm-hmm. which is really impressive. Well, because it says a lot. Because oftentimes, like, I was reading uh, about the pilot specifically. Because you have a lot of actors that are really good at improv. And the script was so good that they didn't feel the need to. And it's like, that's there's that a says a lot. There's a few moments, and I think most of them come in season two. There's a specific one I'm thinking of. With the banner, I think that's season two, uh, and uh, yeah. But they they've they've always talked about people ask them that all the time, like how much did you improvise? And they're like, little to none. The scripts were so tight, and they still are. I mean, like you have callbacks from the pilot that are in the last no, episode yeah. of season three, I, and and that's the thing I wanted to talk about. I feel like it was too smart for its time. Oh, hundred um, percent, because it was on Fox, and it, and I, I mentioned like shows like Simpsons and shows like Family Guy, like. Those weren't long-winded shows. They were, this is what's going to happen in the episode, and then all the jokes are going to be done. Mm-hmm. And then Arrest Development, you'd have to watch the entire season to get, yeah. like, the maximum amount of enjoyment out of it. I and made I, a huge mistake. I'm yeah, like, uh, and I feel like, you know, those those things, um, uh, you know, amplify the show, but also hinder it in that sense. Like, it's meant to be binged. It's meant to be watched 
in 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 a in a long viewing session and and then you you get again you you get the punchline you know it's yeah. like it's all set up and then no punchline but even though each episode has its own set of punchlines like i i it's 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 interesting to think how many shows and movies now struggle to find good comedy on a page count level yeah and this show almost waterboards you with com- like yeah. jokes per line and the jokes per minute are ridiculous but they're good yes. because the things that I like about it compared to other things and you always hear me talk about like the comedy is unnecessary but the thing about the comedy of the, the show it's based on each character so it's not you know uh, Iron or it's not Doctor Strange acting like Iron Man it's Job acting like Job yeah and it's a Job joke of like I lost the man well, then you know, there's, like, there's the levels like, oh to it, God. too, where, like, in the pilot, obviously, he does the trick for George Michael where he takes the 20 and he turns it into a Monopoly. And I, I, I think it's still in season one. It may be in season two when they find that, like, side room or the attic. There's, like, six Monopoly boards that are stacked on top of each other up in that attic. I think that's yeah, season, it's season two. It's season two. Yeah. So just implying but, that Job does this a lot. <laughs> well, like, and that being said of, like, the whole, like, again, you're excited to see what each character does with another character. Like, yeah. Interactions between Job and Michael are going to be far different than Tobias and Michael. But I think the best or Tobias or Tobias and Buster or Job and Buster. I, it's I, all I, dynamic. I think the best example of it is how everyone visits uh uh dad in prison. Yeah. And when when Job visits dad in prison versus when Lindsay visits dad in prison, she's like, Why isn't any of the prisoners looking at me? It's like, this is all I wanted, yeah. Dad. You're a you're you to pay me to not show my body. Yeah. Like those kind of things. Like and Michael, yeah, he's you're like, fucking killing me. You're making me go broke. Yeah. Or like <laughs> When when Michael goes to see his dad, it's like I need to know about the international records. And then when when mom goes to see his dad, and it's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, what's the joke here? And then you're like, yeah. oh, he has another conjugal meeting. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, based on a conjugal, one of my favorite parts, and it's the the other thing about the jokes is I love that some of them they're so funny and they're so smart that you're you'd miss them, mm-hmm. but. Anyway, this one Absolutely. is, uh, I love, <laughs> I haven't had sex in a month. You realize you've been here for two months, right? And then <laughs> they just kind of move on with the scene. Yep. <laughs> uh, that, a, lot of, a lot of the delivery that I love is from, from Michael's very dry. Jason Bateman has a really wonderfully, uh, wonderfully, wonderfully honest, but, but almost blink and you miss it delivery of, of lines like that. And it's you facial know? expressions and it's yeah. like, and I, I'll, I'll go back to this because we're going to get there in a bit, but Michael… I really um, why why can't identify I identify with because as an actor I've, I'm often cast as a straight guy and there's there's a lot of humor that can be had with the straight guy. That's He's like one of the funniest ones in the show. Yeah, to the chaos around. Like I always thought that John Cleese and Monty Python was a, he was always a straight man to everybody else. Of yeah. just like well he was to, John Cleese was opposites he was either the straight man or he was the chef. Yeah, the but oftentimes <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, oftentimes he's a straight straight man, but um. No, but Jason Bateman, Michael, I just, oh my God. I mean, so it's funny. great. I mean, just from the beginning of like, hey, Buster, can we not yeah, play goes, drums? And I tell can you, you what, do that and mom the- and Buster, you can't do that <laughs> on the balcony, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> but, and mother, that's what- sa- mother says it's too windy. Or there's moments like this where he's giving the toast and he's like, to my, to my mom. Uh, oh yeah, the speech, speech, speech. Oh my God. <laughs> no, oh. One, no one knows. But he's, he's giving a speech. He goes, you know, to my mom, uh, to my dad and my mom. To Buster and Lucille, and Buster goes, and don't forget about my girlfriend. He goes, that's who I was talking about, but okay. <laughs> it's it's uh, just, he's very, uh, my mom has been a fan of his. Shout out to my mom. 
Uh, she used to watch Silver Spoons. That was like her era of show. And she had a big crush on him when she was younger. I have a crush on him. I have a crush on him too. But so she was willing to watch this show because I pitched it so many different ways. And then I was, she was like, well, who's in it? And I started with like, you know, Will Arnett and stuff like that. And and then I finally said, Jason Bateman. She was like, oh, well, then I'll watch it. And I was like, oh my God, okay. Um, <laughs> that being said, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, Liza Minnelli. Also the, 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 I think the I want my money back. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing. Make where a stew. I, I really enjoy the, um, the guest stars in here because they, yeah. they stay for a little bit longer. And... They offer such this weird perspective. Liza is wonderful. Oh, she's Vertigo. Yeah. Oh, I got it. But like Carl Weathers also just being that at being Carl Weathers and then just being broke and just, yeah. just grifting everyone mm-hmm. is is one of those like I, the I stew stuff just makes me laugh. <laughs> no, you don't throw away the bone, you make a stew. Yeah. Stew. Like that that's kind of the stuff where it's just like I have no idea what's gonna happen with these characters, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Like there are jokes that I should not be included in. And then there's jokes that I'm waiting to pop off. Like, right. That, again, the fact joke, that you call it pop off shows me you're not ready. Yeah, pop off. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's 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 the whole like again jokes for Paige, but then the jokes that are just set up for way later. You know, oh, like season okay. two. Uh, when he busts out of prison, when he goes to the whole thing where he swallows this thing, and he wakes up, he goes, "Am I still in the the prison?" He goes, "You're in the hospital." Ta-da! <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Such a wonderful delivery that. And then, of course, I said it earlier, but the whole one of my favorite episodes is the Hermano episode. Oh yeah. my god! Uh, because you get a lot also, of development also, with Michael. Yeah, but uh, and also shout out to a Knox on a Moon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, you get you get a lot of development. Oh my god! I didn't even realize. Yeah. Did you not? Yeah, no, dude. I didn't realize. And then that the mummy end, baby, and that I ends know. up becoming a joke where we see the first part here because they they uh, the actress changes. Yeah. Uh, and then they they don't make it a whole thing. <laughs> Just remind me of that meme. My sexual preference is the cast of the mummy. mummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but this is one of those ones where you do kind of see uh, Michael grow a little bit, and you feel you know because you are rooting for Michael, and they never allude. I mean, obviously throughout the series, there's wonderfully off-color jokes about how you know he's single, and he's like, "Well, my wife died." He goes, "All oh, right, how long are you going to use that excuse and stuff like that?" And you know, there's there's a there is a slight allusion to the fact. Well, even illusion. Even that, George that, Michael that, makes fun of him. He's like. In high school. Yeah. That Job might have set his wife on fire at their wedding and stuff. <laughs> and the whole, yeah, but where did the lighter fluid come from is <laughs> another one of my favorite bits. But uh, yeah, there, it, it's the Hermano the episode is, is, a, is one that has always stood out to me because you get this great dynamic between all the, the siblings. Right? It's a misunderstanding. You get, and, and you have Buster who also thinks that oh, uh, Marta. Uh, Marta is in love with her. He's in love with Marta. Oh, he, and, he's, he falls when, in love with her. Yeah. When he, he wants to be punched in the face and when they're actually going to do it and he drops to the ground in a ball and, yeah. like, and they go, it is actually quite effective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, and this is, that's the same one where they wrestle outside the courthouse. Well, that's when she breaks it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, it, it it's a fun episode and also just getting the whole, well, also, different way they say, and then Job keeps making the, the slights that he speaks Spanish, mm-hmm. but for some reason he can't remember hermano. He yeah. speaks all these other Spanish words. Well, I mean, or the it, other words for brother. That's what it is in yeah. different languages. Um, but like the, the, it opens up with like Michael learning like, oh, like, you know, talking to Marta's child and also opening up the box and seeing the suit and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like it, it starts out with like this, like, oh, this is going to be a good change for Michael. He like, he got, cause he got some. And then after that, it's just like becomes a little bit of like Michael's day out with like date, like dating different girls after that. And like, again, I was like, okay, so this is going to be this new facet that we're exploring that he's trying to actually move on. And oh, with like the publicist and with stuff. the publicist and you know again the with lawyer. the lawyer. So it's it's that kind of enjoyment of like oh like the slight changes they do to each character and the journeys that they're going. So like you know I feel like there what is. What does she say when she's like there's no 
good, successful, kind, straight guys out there. And well, then, that, that, counts, that counts me out. You did say single, right? <laughs> <laughs> you said single? She said single. But like, you know, like uh, like George Michael being like, oh, I like my cousin. Oh, please, I hope she's not my cousin. Oh, I have to make sure that she feels like we're family. Yeah. You know, like those kind of arcs happen. Like, um, you know, Lindsay being like, oh, I just want to, you know, coast and find a place to live. Okay, I want to be a good mother. Okay, now I just, you know, want to help my brother. Yeah. Out, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like we could go on for hours. We could. Yeah. But let's go to Qualms. No, uh, we'll go to favorite characters first. Let's go to Qualms. <laughs> uh, if we have four favorite characters, my God. I I want to put them prepared. in order. I, 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 I was like, I could do it really easy. Do your four because uh, I'm going to put them in order. Cool. Michael, uh, Tobias, uh, Job, and then Lindsay. So the siblings. Right? Is that what you said? No, Tobias and his oh, and Tobias. Lin- Lindsay and Tobias. Uh oh god, I was and thinking Joe, I think I was thinking of a season Joe and season two Joe. B- Buster no. <laughs> your your brother in law. Michael? That's your brother. Uh so for me, Job is number one. Uh it's it has fluctuated. It used to be but my first watch through was Buster. But Job, uh, there's something about him. Uh when he tries to Segue up the dirt mm. at the construction <laughs> site. Oh, but I mean, when he's wrong, he's like, I need the money. And then he just segues back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and of course, the. Also, throwing his hookup to, into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, so, Job, uh, Michael, Lucille is, is absolutely. Michael and Lu- Lucille. Lucille Ale or Lucille, Lucille P? Lucille won. Lucille won. Uh, Lucille won and Michael are tied for a second place. Their scenes together are some of my favorites in the series. Uh, when he's talking about how she's become weak and she could barely lift a bag of groceries and you find out it's they're solid gold, gold bars. Gold, they're protein, protein uh, bars. And then the other episode, obviously, that, that sticks out to me is when he gets the concussion and she keeps hitting him in the up. head. Oh. and So he keeps forgetting. Uh, wonderful. Uh, and then for number four... Buster. Uh, I think Buster is so fun. Uh, when when you find out more and more about him, like uh, the school he went to, or like even in the pilot where he's like, you went to you went to cartography school, right? So the blue is the land? And it's like the panic attack in the middle. Of, I just Oh, when he's working the construction, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, oh yeah, when he's loving the construction mm-hmm. too because he gets to like speak dirty at the construction. <laughs> All right, so, you douchebag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say just a little uh, a thing about my tops. Uh, the thing about Tobias, he is oh, a better Tobias. He is a better wimpy husband than uh than Jerry yeah. ever is in Rick and Morty. I I want to throw this out there. This is very hard to pick four. Well, I, I mean, thought three was going to be generous, but four is not enough. Going back to uh, our Bad. ensemble RS episode, didn't um, I just say that you would be hemming and hawing about fucking? Yeah, two, how, you you did. You're well, right. This, this I'm speaks, wrong. I'll admit it. <laughs> this speaks to how strong of an ensemble this show is. Like how like. Some things are like, yeah, it's an ensemble thing. But this really is like everybody gets something and yeah. you, you walk away like we are where we're like, ah, oh, but there's and even the then guests, there's this. And I guess again, the moral of the story, I think, with the rest of the that a lot of people should take away. It's like, and then they became super famous afterwards, and it was so hard for them to do the season four. It was hard for them to do season four because they were all they were all different doing different jobs because they're all and so Netflix good. said you have to shoot it now. Yeah. They couldn't put it out. And then for season five, everyone cleared their schedules, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. Apparently but, the the recut is great. The recut is great. Yeah. It's way better. I haven't um, seen it. Um, so my favorites, I mean, Michael's up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buster, Job, and I have to give a shout out to a side character, Lucille too. Just Lucille Liza too. Minnelli is yeah. just… I would say she's, she's probably the main because she's in every she's in season. Every, yeah. 
And she's in. She's in. She's, she's not, not part of the family. She's not part of Bluth, but she is every episode. She's in every episode of, or every season, every season, which no one else is. So I'm going to give you main cast, man. Yeah. Okay. There you well, go. There it is, main cast. So qualms. Qualms. Um, I'll, I'll say some. Um, and this is more like these aren't like I don't like the thing. No, he it, doesn't like it. It got. He's not smart enough. It got. To get uh, it. <laughs> it got. A, it got a little. Uh, it got a little much for me. Just. The overall needing to do shortcuts for the the show. Mm. There are just some things that like shooting specifically in Lucille One's uh, suite mm-hmm. uh, is just stupid, overexposed. Oh, I see. And I was like, I can't see Michael. Like he is a silhouetted man at this point, and it's like it's a wide shot. They're shooting against the window. I get it. It it doesn't destroy the episode right, right, or right. the shot, but it's like, all right, that's you know, again, and that's where like I oh, think because they they like. Expose it for whoever's more in the shadow, and then well, it's just like it's, imagine you're looking at like a white screen, and then Michael's in the middle of it. That's what oh, you yeah. got. And I was just like, you know, I'm watching this. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Sure, where are we in the sun? Uh, <laughs> if you watch it behind the scenes, and they're like, and we're using high definition, and you're like, HD, oh, good yeah. old 720. Oh, yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it's, it, it works for it though. And man. to me, I think the digital graininess doesn't bother me uh, or sorry digital noise doesn't bother I me I never thought about it because in my mind it's like it's low like it's a it's documentary yeah, it's mockumentary like no I was saying yeah. it lends itself to the form yeah it lends yeah. itself to it, I mean it's it's mockumentary style and so for me like it doesn't hurt but like there's some trust I'm just like oh, I hate I hate looking at this can we move on to the next shot <laughs> yeah. um, but no I don't think that, that again that's one qualm particular and I mean there's nothing really else in this season that's not uh, that wouldn't be probably uh, said. I think there's stuff that's outside of the show. I think that would create a qualm, but it, like I think it's dumb to include it part of like an issue with the show. Yeah. Um, no, I think pacing's fine. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much the main thing is like some of the things like that where it's like uh, not necessarily I'm seeing the seams because stuff like, you know, again, Buster in the fire sale, like, oh, this is a, you know, this is a good cheat way that someone could right. shoot a scene and they don't have the budget to do so. But you know, I'm not saying they had the best budget or the worst budget, but they did what they had and they did it very cleverly. But there are some things like that where I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. God, yeah. And I, th- I'm I, this kind of show also seems to me… So you forgive a lot, I feel from like. From a shooting standpoint, like a lot more work than most shows also. It's like se- I mean, single cam. They're trying to shoot so much. The scripts are so dense. And like you said, there's the amount of locations per episode. Well, yeah, they ridiculous. said in an interview, they said it was… Because most of the creators were used to multicam, and they were like, "We didn't." It was a lot harder. Than Did they, they not shoot two no. cameras for coverage? It, it, you could literally look it up. It's single cam. Wow. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I'll go next. Because always Sunny's multicam. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Um, or were you finished? I didn't want to. No, yeah, you're fine. Uh, 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 yeah, picture format: 720, 16 by nine HD TV. Yeah, single cam. Wow. I have no qualms. Uh, this is the type of show that. Do you remember that old Season uh, catchphrase? One that, yeah, the, this, the catchphrase, uh, bet you can't eat just one. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those things that I will sit down and easily watch four or five episodes just by like, you just it just kind of happens. I just forget about what I need to do or the laundry or whatever the hell. And I'm just like, I sit down and I'm like, oh shit, I've watched five episodes. Like watching it for this episode, like, because sometimes with series, it, it can be like, okay, I got to sit down. This was like, Nah, I'm good. This is easy. This is easy. It is one of those shows that I've mentioned I've been watching for 15 years. And like, I don't always go through like episode one from season one all the way to three, but I'll, you know, put chunks of it in or like, 
I'll need a comfort thing, so I'll put on specific episodes in season two or three that I love. And it's not one of those shows that I can put on to get stuff done. like Because you kind of have to pay attention. Well, I mean, I know it. I do know it well enough or to an extent that I, I know what's coming in every episode, right? I wouldn't say I'm some sort of fishing out that can tell you, oh, that's in this episode, season two, episode three. But... I, I, even like in season one, episode eight, even <laughs> even doing like menial tasks around the house, I ha- I can't. It's just one of those things where my attention's like, no, we're gonna fucking watch this right now. We're not gonna put this on in the background like you would with like Seinfeld. I could put on the background and still be like, ah, oh, funny part, cool. For me, it's, no, it's been like more of like a. It's not a show that I do, that doesn't like suck me in. Mm-hmm. It's a show that kind of keeps its distance from me in a in a I think a, in a professional, well mannered way where it's like. These are characters. These are not supposed to be. This is not a place for you to just like dive into this world of things. Yeah. Like, cause it's like a heightened level of reality. And so it's not like a, a euphoria or like a. Yeah. And I do Watchmen think my, our something. favorite character is going to change from season to season also, or at least mine is. But for season one, I think this is, this is what it is. Uh, I don't have any qualms. I don't have any qualms for the show. Um, so who would have been the grump? <laughs> I don't know if anyone would, cause like you said, they're not things that ruin them for you either. Yeah. Like, and, and the thing of the show. The way, and that's the thing. Sometimes the way the story's told allows you to forgive other things. Like playing a long form JRPG, you forgive some of the mindless grinding because mm-hmm. it's beautiful to do and it's fun to do. You know, some of the setbacks of like, oh, it's not shot beautifully, but it's like, but look at that stupid zoom that they do on the guy's <laughs> Or the right. I mean, this is one of those shows too. Like you said, it's shot in 720. That's the best it's ever going to get. Where the writing outweighs the kind of like, Stuff like that, where Michael's lit poorly, sure, but the scene itself is so fucking brilliant that you're like, ah, I don't care. Well, I mean, and then there, I think there's a moment, I forget where they're at, but like the siblings are talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, oh no, it's uh, the security office when uh, Lindsay's shoplifting. Oh. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you can tell that they shot it on multiple takes because where the camera sits, you have like a half circle where they're all talking. And then to get the coverage for Lindsay, um, there's another hole where the camera is in for there, but the hole that the camera was at is closed. Oh. And so you're like, I can notice these things because we're going back to them so much that if you're having a watch fly, you notice these things. Um, I usually, uh, for me, it's always, like I said, um, yeah, in the Nerds Explain episode when I was talking about dialogue is king, I oftentimes focus on the dialogue and the scene and as an actor, I'm focusing on the performances and so I, I miss these things that you're talking about quite often. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, and so for me, I, like it's, those things are like not glaring as in it's a bad thing, but it's to me, it's like you might as well put a red flashing light for me. Yeah. Um, but I could see those things, but it's like they're in a mall. Yeah. Like they probably had to like <laughs> they probably like three hours. They probably like, three hours in this yeah. place. I'm like, okay, let's get out of here. Let's go do the thing. But also, it's like how many was it the eighth location for that episode? Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> and and there's there's that. And they got to go back to the prison. No touching. And yeah. <sighs> They don't well, allow also, you to bring also, bees in here. But also the bring your daughter to work day. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> no touching. No touching. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right. But, like, I loved everyone, like, everyone having their own person. Like, ha- oh, oh, George Michael taking the joke too far. And then, like, uh, <laughs> Michael being, like, you know, another one of those episodes where Michael's, like, learning to be, like, you know what? Who fuck? Who cares? He, who cares? Like, you know, George Michael. There's a lot of moments in this where George Michael is more... Uh, wise than his dad. Obviously, they're all the same kind of stupid. But like in those moments, he's like, I, it was just, I was just having fun. It's a joke. It's a way I connect with you. And you're like, damn. It's one of those moments where they bring you back in to be like, well, they do care about each other. Yeah. They just show it weird sometimes. Oh, yeah. Also, we kind of like each other. <laughs> also, the uh, the bachelor party 
Oh. And the uh, narcoleptic uh, stripper. Oh my gosh, juice. <laughs> oh, is this? Oh, no, no, that's season two. Never mind. No. Okay, but Bust, yeah, Buster and his juice is f- oh, yeah. fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, Where did all the blood go? Yeah. <laughs> I love Buster's laugh. Oh, hey, I mean, brother. Oh, and his massages on everybody. <laughs> we, we, we've said it so many times on, on the podcast. There's always money in the banana stand. We have not, like, I feel like we haven't actually talked Burning the banana stand. $250,000 <laughs> lining the walls With of the banana joke. stand, Michael. <laughs> there's always no money No touching. In the, there's always money. There's always money in the banana stand. Yeah. No touching. <laughs> no touching. No touching. No touching. Just staring at him with hate. Finding religion. Yeah. I mean, this, is this the, the yarmulke that's this, part of his shoe. shoe? Yeah. Just <laughs> find, wanting to go to solitary confinement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you also meet, uh, is it played by Patrice O'Neill? The flamer? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And he goes, uh, he's like leaving and then he goes, did you burn down the uh, storage unit? Almost oh, definitely. All right, cool. Because cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's working at the banana stand. Yeah. yeah. The, the flashbacks uh, and, oh. Gosh. I just love the honesty there. He's just about to leave. Did you burn down the warehouse? Oh, most definitely. Okay, cool. Oh, or, he's a flamer. Or oh, kidnapping um, the wrong woman. Oh. Um, and then she's so worried and he's just saying the worst words possible. To oh, her. yeah. Not yeah. Not understanding the out of contextness yeah. no. of it. That's it. But that's what the show is we'll based around is, is the miscommunications. They're saying the same things but different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like when he sleeps with Kitty and he goes, so you got the information. Oh, I got the information. Oh, about the embezzlement and the… Uh, oh, no, I see what you're saying. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> like, those kind of moments are just brilliant. Or, or when Job gets… Strangely competitive when Michael's nice to that girl and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna date her." Then uh, I just these these moments are 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 and, so well done, and it's not lost. It's only only the Bluth family that has this miscommunication. It's on everyone. Yeah, everyone has a miscommunication. Well, you you the, te- the teacher the that Sitwell family as yeah, well, yeah. and then you find out that he was trying to poach Job and mm-hmm. like brilliant. Well, so I, we, this episode could easily be four hours long. Uh, come back for season two. Yes, come back for that. Um, yeah, that is the episode on Arrested Development season one. Let us know what you thought. Your favorite parts, baby. Yeah, a, a great place to continue the conversation is that Discord I was talking about. Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There is a TV section in there. Let's continue the conversation. You can also reach out in DMs. Uh, all of our social media, all the linky links and all that kind of stuff can be found on our website, nerdon.tv. TV has all of that information, including an archive of our entire show. We have hundreds of episodes, and some apps do not yeah. include all of them. Yep. So you can head on over to the website and get all the way back to episode check one. Out that Patreon, baby. baby. It helps us. Yeah, it does. Check out four that. quarters, baby. It helps us do the what is it? Uh, the be the best we can be. Bees. Beads. <laughs> Beads. Beads. Uh, Corey's not on board. Gets uh, out of prison. You know, yeah, we don't yeah. have, we don't have a banana stand or anything. Able to like post that. bail because or. Of- we could build our own banana stand with with your help with those four quarters. I just remembered White Power Bill. But I'm white. <laughs> you hate White Power. Uh, <laughs> yeah, check out that Patreon. It really does. We, we talk about it every episode, but it really does help us. It's the way that we've been able to keep upgrading and keep the, the cameras that we have. Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we do, Patreon. So join that Nerdon Nation, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And another really important thing, I say it all the time, I'm a broken record, but it really is that important. Stop by, rate, and review us. Uh, share us with your friends and fami- fam- family. 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 Share us with your family. It's lit, family. Yeah, share us. Uh, that is how we grow. That is legitimately how people have said that they have found us. Somebody told us about them. And so it, it helps. And recommend us to your favorite convention. Yes, if you want to see us at your local convention, 
email them. Contact them we'll and say we want her on the podcast. Oh, I always try to come. I said it and I knew it. <sighs> there, I are, it there, are, there are like keywords that you're like, just don't say this because it will lead to well, this. Well, he just has word association, brilliant word association yeah. with the wrong words. Yeah. So that's it. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always, nerd on. Ending broadcast.